Hey, everybody. Welcome to Your Kickstarter Sucks, the podcast, episode 24. Uh, Mike, hello. Hey, how are you today? Well, I'm so good, Mike. Um, Mike Hale, of course, is with us. Uh, let me introduce you before... Next time, let me introduce you before you jump in. Okay. Sorry. Um, Jesse Farrar here, your host, your intrepid host of Your Kickstarter the genesis behind the whole idea of <laughs> Your Kickstarter sucking... Um, possibly even invented the concept of crowdfunding. Um, at any rate with me is my frequent collaborator, Mike Hale. Mike, now you may talk. Hey dude, what's going on? What are you doing? What's up? Uh, I'm not doing it while I'm recording a podcast right now, but that's it. Oh my God. Oh my God. Yeah. Get old me later after this is over. Okay. I'll get back to you. Uh, well, I'm, I'm feeling bad. Still, I think the last time we left off, I was feeling bad. Yeah, what's your fucking problem, dude? I got a, I got a big problem. I got a big problem, and it's that um, my my body is bad. I have a bad body. Yeah. And my brain's not too good either. So actually, the two things that I am are not good. So <laughs> that's what I'm working on this week. Is well, you gotta have you gotta have some redeeming qualities, right? What's good about you? You want to uh, take some time and think about it? Yeah, maybe let's come back to this. Okay. Um, at the end of the show, okay, this is my promise. <laughs> at the end of the show, I will have one thing that's good about me to say. Okay? A lot of pressure. A lot of pressure. You're you dieting. Is that, is that what's going on? You're dieting? You're having a diet? Yeah, I'm dieting, and I, I mentioned it online, and um, a lot of people are concerned about me. <laughs> Yeah, you posted your your Fitbit stats, right? And people were like, "That's not enough. It's not enough calories." Yeah, a lot of people think I'm going to be wasting away, which is uh, what you want to do. <laughs> yeah, I, you like, don't understand. I I want to waste away. Yeah. Oh, dude, you're starving yourself. I'm like, yeah, yeah no shit. That's the whole idea. What do you think dieting is, smartass? All these people with muscles trying to tell me how to how to diet. Listen, man, it doesn't matter how many. Uh, alcoholic Mountain Dew drinks I drink in a week. I'll I'll be fine. I'm not gonna be <laughs> I'm not gonna be dead at the end of this. I'll I'll have plenty of calories. But I've just been making smart choices, Jesse. I need to diet as well. I'm a big fat guy. I'm gr- I'm gross to look at. I don't like uh, anything about myself. Just a just a terrible uh, monster. Yeah. Um, and. Uh, that's what the clothes on. You take the clothes off, it's uh, it's all over. There's no, there's nothing good about that. So, well, I don't know. You, you sometimes you do a bit where I turn around and you're completely nude. <laughs> <laughs> I did and that. I did that once. Right. <laughs> it's <laughs> you've definitely done it uh, way more than once. <laughs> but that's a classic. Uh, that's a classic Mike bit. I did that a lot in college because that was the funny. Uh, fat guy who would come in the room after everybody was already wasted and I would be completely <laughs> naked or I would uh, I would stretch my uh, balls uh, up into my belly button. That's something I also did. <laughs> Real hoot. Well, um, how was that? Let's see. I'm trying to think about your ball, your balls. Yeah. Did I, did one of the balls actually get in there, or just the sack of the? It balls? was just the it's just the sack skin, so nothing yeah. crazy like putting putting the balls in there and then like being like, where'd they go? Yeah, um, that's like a body mod thing. Yeah, 
and put my balls in my belly button. Um, I am going to get my balls uh, lowered a bit, though. I think they're too high. Um, I think I'm going to go, like, maybe four or so inches uh, down. Oh, wow. Yeah. Damn. So that's what I'm up to, and you're doing the diet thing. Pretty cool. It's cool that we both have hobbies that we're working on. <laughs> yeah. But speaking of a hobby, you know, this podcast was a hobby, but I got to say now it's it's I think it's a full-fledged career cuz we just launched the $2000 club. Yay. And we'll play some music behind that. So that sounds a little bit better. But um cool. Can you turn the music down? Jesus Christ. <laughs> it's a little loud. <laughs> um right. the $2000 club, which was our uh what was that? It was it was us saying if we hit this certain amount on Patreon, that we will make the show good. Um, yeah. And we never put that in writing, though. Yeah. So, so that's why you can't, you can't hold no, us. You can't hold us to that. It's not a legal promise that we said it was going to be good. So uh, it's it's like a comedy podcast. And that was a joke. That was just another one of our jokes that we did. So I hope you're laughing uh, um, because we're laughing all the way to the bank with your money. <laughs> No, but that is uh, outrageous. Um, it's really cool. That's uh, don't don't do that. Don't give us money. No, do definitely do, and uh, it's awesome. I love seeing that email notification uh, when somebody sends us a five spot and knowing we got them. I uh, I like I like thinking about um, what these people are doing with their lives. Um, well, they're making good money, is what I'm guessing. <laughs> because if if they're living like we're living, there's no way they're doing that. Or <laughs> or if they are, then God bless them, because that's that's really something else. Um. So thank you to the the Patreon donors. It's very nice of you guys to do that. Um. It's a kind of a uh, I don't do well saying thank you. Uh. It's it's a foreign concept to me. I don't know how you feel about it. You're probably a normal person who says thank you a lot. Um, well, I thought you were asking how I felt about you not saying thank you, which is something <laughs> I have noticed. Um, you don't say it. You're not good at saying it. I was. I just wasn't raised like that. I don't know why. Um, you were raised by wolves, right? Pretty much, yeah. Uh, but I just, uh, I don't know what's wrong with me. I can't, um, I'm not nice. I'm not a nice person. Um, I'm not appreciative. Uh, I don't say thank you, as you know. Um, I don't know, just all all around a bad person, just not pleasant to be around. You're good. You're a good guy, but you're one of those guys who, uh, uh, you know, doesn't want any credit for doing the right thing or doing a nice thing. And that's, you know, admirable in a sense. You know, like the guy who, uh, like sometimes you'll hear about the the football players who have been doing this they go downtown and they open up this big truck and they hand out turkey dinners to everybody on Thanksgiving, but uh, yeah. but they they make all the media people promise they won't you know say anything about it or whatever. You're like that, except for you're really militant about it and you're kind of an <laughs> asshole. I am an asshole, um, and I really wish you wouldn't have brought up the turkey thing. I told you not to tell anybody about it, but you did. Um, so we'll just discuss that later. Uh, but no, that's pretty cool. Uh, thank you, guys. Man, it hurts to say that. Hurts to say thank you. Does that actually bother you? <laughs> it's like uh, if I feel vulnerable, right, for saying thank you 
to people. Yeah, because that's or, acknowledging that someone has given you something. Yeah, that's um, this is just going to turn into like a therapy session. Well, let's see. And in this case, it's the people are giving us something because they acknowledge that we're giving them something. So they're yeah. res- that's respecting us. They're respecting us, and you just can't you can't handle the respect. I can't handle. I think my problem is I don't know how to handle someone being nice to me. Mm-hmm. I don't. Uh, I don't like it. I think uh, someone's trying to take advantage of me, so or someone's yeah. trying to get something. So I just don't. Uh, I deal like a, with it. a rabid little animal. Yeah, you're just you're in the corner all the time, and when somebody wants to hand you a piece of bread, you just snarl at them. Yeah, exactly. Even though I really want that bread, and you start, you just start shitting and pissing. And yeah, you're just screaming. I do do that. Um, I can't have bread though. Doing the no carb thing. <laughs> are you doing the no carb thing? What are you doing? What's your diet plan? I'm just I'm doing a thousand calorie deficit. So I gotta people, burn. People who thousand. are listening to this just collectively gasped at that number. A thousand dollars. A thousand dollars every day. I have to make one thousand dollars, and then I get to eat one treat. That's my diet, and I haven't done it yet, so I'm starving. A thousand, um, a thousand calories. You're gonna waste away. You're gonna no, get that, skinny. See, this is the thing. It's a thousand calorie deficit. Oh yeah. Well, so now, what is that? For the people who who might not know what that is, for all the non diet heads out there, yeah, I'm just trying to eat one thousand fewer calories uh, than I burn. So I'm trying to burn. I'm trying to be a thousand calories onto the black side of the ledger, so to speak. And let's ca- let's basis. call it what it is. Uh, you're just starving yourself because I know you don't work out, you old snake. Yeah, I'm not working out. Um, I got this <laughs> Fitbit on, tracks my steps, and sometimes that number really does not creep up there until pretty late in the day. So we know what's, when I went to what's the uh, what's the what's the step uh, a day thing that's like people are trying to get to is it like 10,000 steps or something like that I think I think it says 10,000 steps is what you're supposed to do if you're normal yeah I do that well I do whatever the normal the normal <laughs> number is you've got the Apple watch it has it on there what does it say you do uh the Apple watch has been in my uh, on my dresser for the past uh six weeks it's not been charged I wanted one really bad and I got it and I was like this sucks ass I don't know why I got this. That's because you're a slave to capitalism. Yeah. I really am. Yeah. Not me, though. I'm, <laughs> uh, I'm whatever the opposite of that is. <laughs> um, I'm, one of the, I'm one of the Democratic Socialist guys who makes the memes. Um, um, but you don't like capitalism or anything. But how was, uh, how was Disneyland? You just went to... Just went uh, well, just to be clear, it's Disney World. I don't know the difference. I don't think anyone knows the difference between the two. Uh, well, I do. Um, Disney World is in Florida, and yeah. Disneyland is in California, and those are two different uh, states. <laughs> hey, if you say so, buddy. <laughs> I I like Disney World a lot. Um, I, wait, no, hang on. No, I didn't. I didn't like it at all. I don't know why I started off by saying I liked it. I didn't like it. Um, uh, now I don't know what to think. I'm all over the place right now. This this I'm, this diet's got me loopy. Um, there's a lot of stuff to like about it, you know? I don't do rides. I don't do roller coasters or anything like that. I, uh, do not like roller coasters at all. I think I've talked about it before on this podcast. I am scared of heights. I don't like them at all. I'm a, uh, uh, big scaredy cat. Is it, 
is it that you're scared of the heights or do you just have that thing that I think everybody has where you like imagine yourself dying when you get up there? Yeah. Are you actually, are you actually afraid or do you just have like macabre thoughts? No, I'm, I'm actually like terrified. I went on a, I went on a roller coaster. I think it was the Bush Gardens. I think mm. it was called the Iron Dragon. And it was yep. uh, maybe the, it was like a beginner coaster type thing. Um, and that's not even the most embarrassing thing I'm going to say about this topic. But I, I went on that Iron Dragon and I was like, all right, it's time to conquer the sphere. And I've got on the fucking thing. Um, it's on a family trip or something. And I, uh, as soon as it strapped me in, I was like, uh, oh, boy, <laughs> I can feel it. I'm going to fucking die. Attack. Yeah. Um, and it was. It was uh, no joke. Is me closing my eyes for uh, all of the ride, and like I was over there making deals with God. <laughs> it was it was so terrible. Um, and I also went on uh, at Coney Island with with my wife when we were dating. I went on a, one of those log log rides that go sure. up and then they come back down and splashes you and shit. Yeah, uh, terrified terrified of that you got scared on the flume yeah didn't like the flume wow i think it's because you hear all these stories about um some somebody getting their scalp ripped off um, yeah people die pretty gruesomely at amusement parks it's unnecessary it's not necessary for the thrill i mean i could what i could do i could run out in the street and I that's just choke thrill. myself and yeah that's i don't know man i don't like roller coasters at all those uh those raft rides, um, I saw recently. Some somebody died. A couple people died because the raft, um, like fell in between the, like the tracks. Yeah. That it was being uh, uh towed along, and they just uh they just kept dr- they just were forced to drown by the tracks of the thing and just got squished in there and drowned. Um, and that was just a nice day at the water park and. Jesus Christ. I mean, that's awful, you know? That's, a, that's so bad. To go to your watery grave at, like, yeah, like Cedar Point. Awful. <laughs> it's what a nightmare. It's supposed to be a fun fun place to go. Yeah, no, you can't. You can never go back, you know, because yeah. you're the guy whose dad died on the ride. Uh, You didn't die, though, right? You're good? No. Uh, alive and well. I liked a lot about... I liked Disney. I liked all the food... Um, I thought all the stuff where I didn't have to strap in and get sick was cool. The, the heat was oppressive. Um, I, we wore those towels that you can get wet and they keep you cold, you know? So we wore those around and they just did nothing. Like there's just no, you can't do anything about the heat there and the humidity and, uh, kids screaming at you. And I don't know. It's just, uh, it's a, it's a bad experience, but it's a, Cool concept, but uh, generally a bad experience, I think, for dads. I don't think dads are going to enjoy the Disney World trip unless they're these dads who like get in the teacups and go, oh, this is fun. But I like, I like when you go to those places and um, you're a parent or something, so it's not it's inherently just not fun for you. And then you go and you find the one place with alcohol and you get like a Michelob light for like $14 or something. Yep. <laughs> so... That's so great. Your, That's your, daddy's little treat. Your one, your one chance to have a, a little bit of happiness in this fucking hellhole, and uh, and they just they absolutely rip your wallet apart. Yeah, getting it. 
They had um they had frozen cokes and uh Captain Morgan, which was pretty good. And they also I didn't get this. I didn't see this anywhere. But they had apparently they had frozen lemonades and cherry vodka. Now that's now that's something I'd like. That's pretty good, you know. Yeah. That's that's cool. It's cool. It's thirty six dollars. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just I mean, it's it's comparable to an a sports arena, you know, ten, eleven, twelve, fourteen. Yeah. Buck buckarones, three hundred dollars for lunch. That classic number of is that um, true? I think probably yeah. We I I think that uh, we went no. to one of the yeah. So this is this is one that the in laws paid for, and we, so we went to we had one of the character lunches where the you know like Minnie and Daisy are walking around. You get to meet them. They take the pictures, sign the little autograph books, and um, and we, it was a, a place where it was like Middle Eastern type food, like Moroccan style. Um. Uh, and then like, like lots of breads and lots of, they had shrimp curry. So it was kind of a mix of stuff, but it was a buffet style. And, uh, I'm, if I'm not mistaken, both kids and adults were like 30 something dollars per person. So they nail you on the kids too. That's crazy. Yeah. So, you know, so, so you and Sarah and and the boy went, that's 90 bucks. Yeah. Kids don't eat $30 worth of food. I don't know if you've eaten with a kid lately. <laughs> yeah. uh, to get a kid to eat $30 worth of food would take you all week. <laughs> I'm just mainlining shrimp, right? And the kid's over there eating one nugget. That's so fucked. It's pretty fucked up. Most magical place on earth, anyways. So thanks to all the patrons. Um what else, Mike? Yeah, you sent Jesse to Disney World, and he didn't even like it. I didn't even like it. I didn't know the in-laws paid for it. I don't want people to think I'm going to Disney on their dime. <laughs> in-laws paid. I didn't pay for that. You paid to uh, to keep a roof over my head, and um, <clears throat> you paid for my my expensive light bulbs. I, got, I get the most expensive light bulbs you can get, so thanks to all of my fans. And you also got that big surgery coming up where they're going to take that uh, toenail out of the end of your penis. That's going to be cool. We're not doing this. All right. <laughs> We're not doing this bit. Okay. I've canceled this bit. All right. Uh, what do we got? What do we got here, Jesse? Today? Well, we got we got something that, that people have probably been missing because we've been on such a hot streak. But unfortunately, it is time to do the Apology of the Week. Apology of the Week. All right, Mike. So for this apology, uh, we are going back to the Patreon well, um, not as an ad. So don't don't yank your headphones out and stomp <laughs> on them and get in a cab and drive across town and buy some new headphones. Um, this is uh, this is something a little bit different. We 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 need to talk about what we're going to back um, because there is a reward level on our on our uh, what's it what's it fucking called Patreon uh, page, Patreon yeah. The thing that uh, that pays uh, our mortgages, yeah, Patreon. That's right. Um, <laughs> but yeah, we said we we're gonna p- uh, pick something to fund, um, and everyone will get to experience the the thrill of uh, seeing somebody uh, say, "Hey, I just funded that," and then that's it. 
that right? Yeah, but they also but they also get you know it's essentially buying into the ecosystem uh, without having to shell out you know whatever five thousand dollars. I don't know how much this stuff costs on there. Yeah, that's about right. So everything's uh, I think five thousand to uh, five thousand and one dollars. Yeah, I think that's about right. And luckily, we've been able to to get that kind of money together. Uh, so apologies for not yet uh, having given you some options uh, for what we're going to back on Kickstarter. That will be coming up next week. We've uh, we've got some exciting ones to choose from, and uh, maybe we'll even actually uh, get a physical item in return. Who knows? Uh, or maybe it'll just be one of those things where you. Uh, flush like 60 bucks down the toilet so somebody can go make a student film. I don't know. It's exciting to see what it'll be. But, you know, at the end of the day, it's it's in your hands, folks. Apology of the week. All right, so that's the apology of the week. Um... People have been waiting on that, Mike, but we've we've been doing so good. We haven't messed up at all. Um yeah, I've been I've been pretty good. I've been uh doing everything the correct way. Um Do you think right now you're on the naughty list or the nice list? Uh, it's, it's July, so you still got a ways to go. Still you're got not some, necessarily still locked got some in. time to uh turn it around. Um I'm on the, I think I'm nice. Here's the one thing I never got about Santa Claus. Yeah. If he's so if he's if he's doing these big lists, okay? Yeah, when when does he have time to jack off? Exactly. Right? Yeah. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's what you're going to say? Okay. Yeah, you know you absolutely No, I was going to say I don't what kind of, what kind of pen do you think this guy uses? And why hasn't he sold the rights to be the official pen of Santa Claus because he's got to be writing more than anybody, right? Well, he's got that big Coke uh, sponsorship they still living off of. Right? Yeah, well, he's got Coke. I know he's got those Coke checks. Yeah. But I'm just saying if he's real, he should have a pen guy just like like Tiger Woods. Like you know how Tiger Woods now has a sponsor where um it's uh it's the official second phone of the cheating husbands and he's got that and he locked that up. <laughs> And that's how you know he was really about it. But I don't know. I'm worried about Santa Claus. I'm thinking he might not be real. I don't know. No, come on, man. Cut it you out. Think, you think he's real? You think he's as real as Bigfoot? I think he's realer than Bigfoot. I think oh. that if, if he did like a sponsorship, it would fucking blow every other sponsorship out of the world. Like if, if Jesus came back and sponsored something, that would be like the... That would be like the number one sponsorship uh, of all time. Be like, damn. Everybody would be trying to sign Jesus. Yeah. Be like, oh, shit. Uh, I just got these cool socks. And this other guy's like, I just got these socks. And by the way, uh, they're the socks that Jesus wears. And the first guy's like, shit. Yeah, the other socks are kind of garbage now, right? Yeah. <laughs> just because uh, Jesus loves them. I mean that guy. What do you think? What kind of what kind of kicks do you think he's wearing? I mean, I think I think he comes. I think he comes to Earth wearing uh, Chuck Taylors. Um, you think he wears Chuck? Yeah, just because he's from that era, like the nineteen seventies. That's when he was born, right? Uh, the Lord. The Lord Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. Nineteen seventies. <clears throat> I think that when uh, Jesus uh, comes back, and he's definitely going to come back, Jesse. No, oh, question, no question sure. about that. For um, sure. 
I think he comes back. I think he's gonna do. Uh, he's gonna be barefoot, and he's gonna be like, "Shit, I need some fucking shoes, dogs." Mm-hmm. And then Nike is gonna be like, "Yo, JC, where our shit?" And fucking mm-hmm. Reebok's gonna be like, "Yo, I don't even know if we're still in business, but where our <laughs> shit?" And then British Knights from a long time uh-huh. ago is gonna be like, "We came back just for this." So he's gonna have fucking sponsorship. Well, if you think about it, he he probably would be a BK Knights guy because they had the ratchet up shoe th- tech, and he probably doesn't know how to tie shoes. Yeah. Now they had the um, <clears throat> they had the one with the uh, pump in the tongue, right? Was that BK? The tongue pump, I think, is a Nike Air. Um, I, th- I, I you know what? I don't know. That may be Reebok. Well, think, we obviously didn't come ready to do yeah, the show. I, I'm up. sorry. We Everybody, fucked we fucked up this time. All right, let's take a break and come back with the... Just go ahead and go ahead and just say it, Jesse. Yo, you want me to say what we're going to come back with? Jesus Christ. We're, it's the six-pack. We'll be right back. We're going to come back with the six-pack. Right after this, we'll be back with the six-pack. Okay, that theme song is essentially, you know, that's sort of our way of letting you know that we're about to do something. Um, so sometimes yeah. when you'll hear you'll hear something on this show that's like a song, it sounds musical, uh, that's just a cue. That, that's just what we, it's in, well, that's a technical term, we call it cues. Um, and I don't mean the letter of the alphabet, uh, but that's just our way of saying, hey, something's coming up, so maybe you want to start listening, because yeah. you probably haven't been listening this whole time. Yeah, just pay attention now. We understand. Look, you're doing the dishes right now. You're uh, you're driving in the car to go pick up your kids from school. You are on a plane, uh, and you're you're thinking to yourself, "Hey, I'm getting sick of these snakes." Oh, oh. Um, well, so anyway, uh, the thing you just heard is letting you know that it's time for the six pack, and the six pack is where we take a look at the absolute best and worst from Kickstarter.com. And we bring that right to you. We filter it all out for your listening pleasure. I think there's a misconception about this show, Jesse. People think it's kickst- your Kickstarter sucks. Um, you guys don't go go in, as it were, on any of the other sides. Well, we do. We do. So knock yeah, we that do. off. Knock that off thinking that we don't, because we do. That's all I wanted to say. I just had a little gripe there. Sorry. I'm, I'm really glad that you're airing your dirty laundry with whoever it was that said that to you. <laughs> There's this guy named Eric. I'll never forgive him for fucking doing it. Um, <clears throat> what do you got for us first off, JF? Bitch, Eric. I've got something here. Okay, and the reason this came up, I'll, I'll explain it. So this is called Justice Beads, okay? Justice Beads. Okay. Justice Beads. And the reason this came up is there's a big hullabaloo this week about a certain TV show. And maybe you can tell us more about it, Mike. I know you're a big fan. There's a... Uh, so, uh, there's something about a television show. Is that correct? That's what you said. Yeah, there's a there's there's a big uh, something in the news today this week. Uh, mm-hmm. It involves a television show, and people are none too pleased. And now take it away, Mike. <laughs> yeah. Um, so as we all know, <clears throat> on the latest, uh, there's so. The latest episode of everyone's favorite show, um, Dr. Turd, uh, the lead, the number one guy on there, uh-huh. 
his name is uh, Jake Turd, and he's a uh, doctor. He said uh, the R word, uh, which is way everybody knows what it is, so I don't even have to say it. Um, and and everybody's like, "What? He shouldn't have done that, dude." And the guys from the show are like, um, <clears throat> "Yeah, but." And so. <laughs> Well, it sounds like maybe you were walking in and out of the room when this was on the TV. Yeah. Because it seems like you got about half of it right. So <clears throat> yeah, you're, pretty, you're, you're pretty close. Uh, what were you doing in and out of the room? Um, I was writing the show. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so okay. Couldn't really pay attention. Yeah, no, I understand. So uh, the thing that's going on is uh, Doctor Who is now Doctor Her. Um, and actually, I don't think they're changing the name. That's just what yeah. I would write for the title if I worked for some shitty rag like <laughs> Variety or something. But, um, but so they're they're so Doctor Who is sort of I guess maybe would you call it anthology? Um, yeah, uh, I, I actually completely forgot that this show existed for like the time that we uh, were talking about it earlier in the day. Uh, yeah. Right now, I just forgot about it. But um, yeah, it's, it's been on for like fifty years. Yeah. <laughs> It's Doctor Who. It's the new season. They picked a female doctor, so they're ch- they have to change the title. It's Doctor Who colon Doctor Who has a pussy now, <laughs> and I, it's going to be on TV and stuff. So I don't know how they're going to do it, but yeah, uh, it's true. Doctor Who uh, does have a uh, uh, pussy. Yeah, Doctor Who has a pussy, and a lot of people don't like that. A lot of people don't like that Doctor Who has a pussy. They think she should have a penis. <laughs> I think the hashtag uh, Doctor Who should have a penis was was it was trending at one point. I think it went viral. <laughs> yeah, they so, said that. How dare you? Yeah. And then of course this is I mean these are obviously the same kind of uh turds that uh you know the 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 Reddit guys, the 4chan guys, whatever, oh, you know, yeah. they get upset about games and all that crap. Um, they're not they're not even mad about the correct thing, which is that uh a female doctor? Come on. All right, so hang on now. Hang on now. I'm sure there's female doctors out there. I would never go to one, but yeah. I'm sure there. Are, I'm sure there are plenty of them. I'm sure they do a, a great job, you know, cleaning out the bedpans and whatever it is they let them do. I'm sure it's great. But this is Justice Beads, and so I went. I went on Kickstarter. I was browsing for feminist products because I well, thought because you want to get in trouble is what you want. I don't want to get in trouble. I just want to. You know what? I want to be fair and balanced. Okay. Yeah. And I want to. I want to be like South Park. You know, I want to hit the right oh every God. bit as hard as I hit the left. And you we, just don't know. You don't know which way I'm going. We did feature that uh, Mike Cernovich Kickstarter last week that is probably funded. I haven't looked yet. Um, but oh, I guess know. we have to. Uh, I have to. I guess we have to. You know, tell both sides of the story here. Yeah. And well, look, I'm not gonna. The, feminism is good. Um. I think everybody should be one if they if you if the if women think it's okay for them to be one. I don't know. But, feminism feminism is good and everyone should be one. That's yeah. a direct quote from Jesse Farr. That's awesome. <laughs> well, the I su- I support them as long as they want as long as they want me to. Yeah. Um, not that it's my place to not, they don't need my support. Um, <laughs> all right. But look, the point is it's, in this case, it's not about the political philosophy. It's about the product, which is beads. Yeah. So Justice Beads are inspired by the uprising of the intersectional feminist resistance. Uh, justice Beads are to help build community 
and share stories. Um, so the idea here is you you wear these beads and you're identified as an ally in the resistance, which kind of sounds like a Star Wars thing, but it's basically <laughs> just like uh, basically just like uh, we we think bathrooms should be everybody should crap in a bathroom. That's what it is. Yeah. Um, uh, but it's a conversation starter. Um, I love your beads. You just oh, I love those beads, dude. Or or um. Yeah, watch it. Lady this, bro. Uh, this says, inspired by Buddhist prayer beads, malas, and the intersectional feminist unity principles of the Women's March. Sure. Justice beads are a socially conscious fashion statement. So it's kind of, know, that's kind of weird that you're, uh, <clears throat> you know, uh, inspired by Buddhist prayer beads. You're kind of like cultural appropriation, maybe, or something like that. Definitely appropriating that culture. <clears throat> and also leaving out. Uh, Catholic, uh, yeah. I mean, they're big like, bead guys. Those those guys are OG bead heads, and you're leaving them out because it's not cool to be Catholic uh, at this particular juncture in history. When do you think it's going to be cool again? <laughs> when do I think Catholicism's coming back around? Yeah, um, I'm going to go ahead and say when they stop fucking all those kids. Would probably be when they experience a small resurgence. Uh, they just do like a rebranding. They just can't. They can't stop. Hey, we uh, we we don't fuck kids anymore. That's their new Catholicism too. (laughs) It's back and it's better than ever. But so the cool thing about these beads, so they're all these wooden beads. They all essentially look exactly the same, except for there are a few uh, colors that you can get uh, on the bracelet, and that will explain your political (laughs) opinions. So you've got human rights, which is the base color. So if you don't believe in human rights, this is not the bracelet for you. Uh, (laughs) Also got women's rights. Uh, You've got ending violence, reproductive rights, LGBTQIA rights, workers' rights, environmental justice, resistance to Trump, disability rights, civil rights, and immigrant rights. Um, but they are all essentially like shades of earth colors, with the exception yeah. of immigrant rights, which is uh, silver for some reason. <clears throat> you but, can you can customize your set of justice beads to match your own unique ideas and self-expression. Uh, each bead color represents support of a particular cause. Why wouldn't you support all of them? That's why I'm wondering. I was going to say if you if you get one like, uh, how weird would it make you feel? As a woman, if you got an order for a bunch of these bracelets that included all of the beads except for the women's rights bead. Uh, yeah, here's $5,000. Uh, I'm going to need a lot of bracelets, but leave out the women's. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> That's so weird. That is really weird to uh, to codify your beliefs in a <clears throat> system that... By virtue of exclusion means that maybe you're not a big fan of the disabled's. Like yeah. that's, uh, and the civil rights one is black. Like honestly, the civil Ooh. rights bead is black. You can't. You can't do that. Why do they do that? Um, this was made by a white, uh, white female woman. Yeah, but was she was she cis hat though? Fine. <clears throat> uh, she is an LGBT woman. So now you are you cis? Are you cis hat, dude? Are you cis hat? I'm a, I'm a bit cishet, I think. Yeah. Um. But uh, I don't know. Maybe fifty-fifty. Cis. Okay. And what, what was the what were the letters in that in that anagram? 
Did you did you keep up with that? What do you, what were all those letters? Why the LGBTQIA? Yeah, what do all those stand for? Um, so lesbian, gay, bisexual, transsexual, queer, uh, and then <laughs> Indiana. I don't know what the IA is. I don't know what it is. I'm an I'm an idiot. IA is not even Indiana. Like that's the that's Iowa. <laughs> Yeah, well, uh, I think we all know that, and we'll edit uh, me back in saying the right thing. So, <laughs> I don't know if you know what all those letters stand for. Send us <clears> email. <throat> your Kickstarter sucks at gmail. Oh, uh, JF, I don't think we need to worry about someone uh, emailing us. I think that will be uh, taken care of. If I just, <laughs> are you sure? Yeah, I think uh, I think someone will definitely email us about this uh, about this. Well, look. Here's what I'm gonna say. If if you if you email the show and say that it was bad to talk about this bad Kickstarter, uh, you have to explain why it's a good thing to put all your beliefs in a feed. You you have to explain why that's good and also good for someone else to make money off of it. Yeah, that's the that's the I guess the weird part, right? Um, it's always kind of strange to see people making money off of like. Uh, I don't know, civil rights or something like that. It's Allyship. Kind of, it's kind of weird, right? Like, like D-Ray and shit, all that, all that shit that he does. Well, I mean, there's a limit, right? <laughs> because the, the when the safety pin thing got pushed around, there were people who really glommed onto it and were making like, you know, uh, full silver. Yeah, I remember uh, that safety pins, and and people got mad about that. Like, come on, man, this is not an opportunity for you to make money. But it's not true, because a lot of people do make money off of it. It's just like, uh, there's a certain amount of money it's okay to make off of these social movements. I think it's it's anything like, uh, I mean, I'm sure there were people hawking those fucking red Make America Great Again hats and shit. All made from, like, the worst materials possible that they ordered, like, overnight from China. It's no different than what those guys do. But uh, the shit that D-Ray does and, like, all those guys, it's kind of weird to me, like, making money off of this. Oh, so you're saying that uh, D-Ray is the same as a MAGA guy. <laughs> I knew you were going to fucking do this to me. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what I'm saying. Um... If you think Mike is wrong about D-Ray being a MAGA guy, then go ahead and write us in at yourkickstartersucks at gmail.com. So. All right, Mike, what do you got? Oh, uh, you're not going to finish up? Did this fucking thing get funded or not? I mean, come on. All right. It didn't get funded. $178. Bucks. Yeah. Out of uh, 1,000, seven backers, zero seconds to go. It, it failed somewhere earlier in the year. Justice Beads. Justice Beads did not get funded. Uh, on February 15th. So this is like uh, right around uh, all that when all that shit happened with the, uh, what was it, the president? Presidency? Mm-hmm. Right around that I, time, huh? I'm not sure. We'll have to double check that, Mike. All right. All right. T- well, take a look at this. Uh, this is called Scary Snowman. <laughs> Scary Snowman USA Tour 2017 YouTube Pranks Comedies Videos is the, is the full title. And it's fucking, it's a mouthful. Uh, but basically, it is a Kickstarter uh, about this guy uh, named Jay Carl, who does these... Uh, YouTube pranks. I'm sure you're familiar with them. The fucking awful YouTube prank guys who go around and uh, go to the hood or something and they say the N-word and they uh, get beat up or they don't get beat up because uh, they're filming two actors. Uh, I think you're uh, 
Yeah, you're thinking of uh, the third <laughs> Die Hard movie. <laughs> well, this guy is a YouTube uh, quote-unquote prankster, and he has uh, one very popular uh, video called Scary Snowman. It's a ser- probably serious videos, right? Uh, where he, he sits in a snowman suit in some sort of cold environment, uh, like... Uh, on the street there, and people think, "Hey, how about how about New York's in New York City?" What are you doing? What New York? Is that? How is about that? New York? Jesus Christ! That's I'm trying to get it going. All right, am I in, am I in there yet? No. Yeah, you nailed it, dude. That was an awesome New York accent. Uh, this guy does. Uh, he sits in a snowman suit and waits for people to walk by, and then he jumps out at them. That is uh, the entirety of what this guy does. Um, he does other videos too, I guess, but, uh, he wants to travel around the world, around the USA, uh, filming this stuff, uh, just this one thing, just, uh, sitting in a big snowman suit, uh, scaring people, and he wants $20,000 to do it, um, so, that's, uh, Scary Snowman USA. He says, um, hey everybody, I'm Jay Carl, and this is my wife, Kim. Uh, together we bring you the scare. He, this is my wife Kim. It's kind of a weird thing to. Feels like maybe he wrote a script to read, and in fact he did. This is just the the script that he reads. Why well, you, you, yeah. you're saying you don't you don't write down every word that comes out of your mouth when you're recording something? Well, not every word. Together we bring you the scary snowman videos. Everyone knows those. Sure. I, I get inside the snowman while Kim does the filming. That's kind of cute. I've been doing the Scary Snowman skits since 2011, and Kim joined me about three years ago. Um, in the past, I was able to pay for everything out of pocket. He was able to cover these costs. But, how did uh, he do it? But traveling is expensive. Yeah, we'll know how that is. With your help, we can make this tour as awesome as it can be. So, he needs $20,000, travel around the United States, filming himself, spooking people, um jumping out and scaring them and that's 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 it it's incredible that this is uh what do you think about what do you think about youtubers um i think they are the scum of the earth i think they are the worst probably the worst people on earth yeah i think um what about that guy who uh his uh his fiance or his girlfriend uh shot him in the chest <laughs> Yeah, just uh, just awful people, right? They're I think they're worse than the uh, Ku Klux Klan. <laughs> yeah, I think they are. I think they are uh, just terrible, shitty people who um, <clears throat> they just want to be famous so bad, and it's that's crazy to me. Like the the fucking Daddy O Five guy on on YouTube. If you haven't if you haven't heard about that guy, uh, go look him up. It's this guy who would film uh, his entire family and. Uh, they would just be shitty to their youngest son, and that's that was like the hook of the channel. Yeah, it's a, it was a great bit uh, because if you think about it, you know, if you torture a kid so much that he goes crazy, then you can just make another kid and just torture that one. So it's kind of this the it's a great business opportunity. Yeah, it's so cool to be like uh, to just antagonize someone and make them feel like shit, and then be like, "Hey, why are you freaking out?" <laughs> 
And then plus you're making like uh, video ad blocks on it. So that's kind of cool too. That must feel so good when that uh, $10 check from <laughs> YouTube comes in the mail and you just think, you know yeah. what? All the psychological abuse of my son was worth it. Yeah. Because look, we can go get two <clears throat> subways. Well, we can get one and a half subways. <laughs> Price has gone up, but anyways, you know. They're, uh, I guess their kids got taken away. That's pretty crazy, right? Uh, boy. Yeah, that's good. That's good to hear. No, but there was also the guy. Um, I think we talked about this also on the on the pod. There's a guy. Um, fuck, I forget his name. <clears throat> some some YouTube guy who filmed. Uh, he filmed this fucking thing where he gave a homeless guy some money and sent him into and like just filmed him and, and like was like, well, let's see where he goes. And the guy went to like a liquor store because of, of course the homeless man is going to go to a liquor store. But like it was like he came out of the liquor store and he had like food and drinks and stuff and he gave it to his friend. And it was like one of those things where it was like, um, holy shit, this is really heartwarming or whatever. But it was all fake. Uh, it came out later that the guy was just like uh, paid to do exactly what he did. Yeah. Um, and then he died later of like alcoholism or something. <laughs> but hey, at least that guy made a ton of money off of him. Uh, before he died, so that's kind of yeah. cool. And he rocketed to fame. <clears throat> he, he's starring in the sequel to. Uh, uh, hmm, can't think of literally anything. Let me think. Uh, Josh good for Josh Paler Lynn is what his name was. He's a scumbag. He's, he's, he's starring in the sequel to. Um, uh, what's a thing? What's a thing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, can you name? Uh, okay, here uh, Air Force One. Uh, and he's going to be the star of Air Force Two. Jesus, that was not worth it at all. <laughs> that was not worth it. You, all right. So Air Force, Air Force Two. Jesus Christ. Uh, YouTube guys, just the shittiest people uh, on earth. Just complete scumbags. I'm watching the scary snowman video now. It looks like he did one in Nashville. So he ended up going on the tour. Yeah. Uh, so uh, even though. This is so. This is weird. It says the Scary Snowman 2017 tour. Oh, okay. This is the 2016 tour. So he's <laughs> just doing this every year. Yeah, he's but money for a road trip every year. See, now it's harder uh, somehow to do it. So he needs your help. <clears throat> this, this suit is not good at all. Um, he doesn't have any range of movement whatsoever. I mean, he looks like a. He has the, you know when Wee Man puts on a traffic cone and yeah. wanders around Japan? It's like that. It's like that 15-year-old gag um, yeah. and not improved at all because it's a snowman, which doesn't have any more relevance on the streets than a road cone does. When does the, when does the novelty of watching someone be scared, when does that start to wear off? Maybe like the uh, hour five or hour six? When does that, when does that start to peter out, you think? I think it's an age thing. I think the people who are watching these things are 13-year-olds. Yeah. And they just love it. Well, not anymore because uh, all the 13-year-olds are going to listen to this podcast. They're going to be extremely turned off by it. Welcome, 13-year-olds, to Your Kickstarter Sucks, the podcast. <clears throat> this is where two 30-year-old men contemplate um, ending it all. For a $10 pledge, we will give you a sneak peek at new videos before anyone else. That's kind of cool. We will follow you back on your social media accounts. Well, 
They put two on that fucking $10 thing. It's kind of spreading yourself thin. For $50, you get a Halloween shout-out. A Halloween shout-out. Um, we will share a picture of you or your pet wearing your epic Halloween costumes on our Scary Snowman Facebook page with over 3 million followers. You can't buy that kind of exposure, uh, except you kind of are. Pledge $5,000 and we will bring the Scary Snowman. So it's like got its own name and shit. Like they're trying to really trying to push this thing. We will bring the Scary Snowman to your hometown. We will travel to wherever you and your friends are and let you be part of the pranking fun. Oh my god. <laughs> We're going to let you be part of the pranking fun. You can get in on it too. I mean, not to put too fine a point on it, but what would what would be worse than waking up on a Saturday morning and realizing, oh, I've got to go downtown in this big suit and try to scare people today? Uh, yeah. Because that's, I guess that's what my job is now. People just, people do that. Uh, go to Times Square and, uh, like, any number of the Elmos or Spider-Man, um, oh, yeah. Do that just all day long. So you're just doing, uh, that. That's all you're doing. Isn't there a thing where they'll go up and take a picture with you and then they'll be like, hey, that was 20 bucks for the picture? Yeah, well, they, they can't, they can't ask for money, so they ask for, like, donations. So they're like, uh, they say like donations accepted or donations appreciated or something. And it's just like this fucking stinky alcoholic Elmo who like fucking punches people and shit. It's just a great scene. I love New York City and Times Square. Best city in the world. <clears throat> um, so that's it. Uh, $603 pledged of the $20,000 goal. I think it takes some big fucking balls to ask for $20,000. So you can go stand in the suit and uh, jump at people. 44 days to go. Four backers. Uh, probably not. But he's got 3 million fans on Facebook. How is this not blown up? Yeah, exactly. It's kind of... Makes you wonder if those are fake, maybe. <laughs> no. JF, come on! You <laughs> wouldn't, you wouldn't uh, be accusing them of doing something untoward, would you? No, absolutely not. Hey, for ten thousand uh, dollars, <laughs> for ten thousand dollars, hey, mm-hmm. for all you business owners out there that would like to would like your store in the background of one of the scary snowman episodes, ten thousand dollars is what this says. This is the, you- this is the craziest shit I've ever heard of in my life. Are you serious? Is that really one of them? Yeah. Wow, that's a bargain. Jay and Kim will bring the scary snowman to your location for an exciting day of pranking. God. So, so what's you could be like uh, in an office environment, and uh, there's a snowman there. Now, hang on a minute. No. Did that that snowman always move? I feel like I just went to go get some more copy paper, and I didn't see. Uh, I didn't see that snowman before. Did someone come in here and uh, just build a snowman real quick? And uh, then he and he moves and he's like, oh, I guess not. I guess it's just some guy in the suit. Oh, yeah. That well, makes sense. $10,000, well spent. We like to have fun at this office. <laughs> we had to uh, let some people go last month. <laughs> and uh, we had... benefits got cut back. Hey, but uh, it's scary snowman day. At the office. Uh, everyone bring a carrot. 
What do you got? What do you got next? Buddy? All right, I got um, I, I got a little something called the loop ball. Loop ball. Now, that is a medical condition that you have. All um, right, <clears throat> hang on. All right, that's com- that's confidential. <laughs> the the loop ball is the first Bluetooth connected ball that transforms a beach ball game into a funnier, broader, and more attractive playing experience. You know that you know that, that skit. Makes no that, sense. You know that skit that we do sometimes on here where well um. The little segment we do is real or fake. This would be uh, one that I would think was entirely fake. It would have to be. Yeah. Um, this is this is a French company called Loop. They're making this loop ball, and it's uh, the type of ball that it is is um, like a, what I would call a wall ball, or like a uh, uh, what's what is that ball that uh, what's that game that that uh, rich guys play in the gym and it's in that big glass. Cube. Talking about racquetball? You're talking about handball? I guess racquetball is what I'm thinking of. That's what this ball is. It, it looks like a racquetball, and it's just got a little computer chip inside, and, it, and there's an app that goes along with it, and it can tell you how many times you've hit the ball. That's cool. <laughs> That's it cool. You, it can tell you the speed of the ball, which you can translate into useful information. <laughs> Um, somehow or another, I don't know what you would. Well, look, if I hit this ball with a paddle, it goes sixty-eight kilometers an hour. So yeah, that's how you know I'm good at this, I guess. I don't know. But it's got an app. Hey, there's an app, and it's on iOS and Android, so it doesn't really matter what your what. Pick your poison, folks. Pick your poison. You can enjoy beach ball everywhere with the loot ball kit. And it's, uh, let's see what it's going to cost you. It's only going to cost you about 70 bones uh, to get a, a ball that you smack around in the yard. So, you said seven bones? Seven T. Uh, seven mm. zero. Mm, don't like that. So. Don't like that. So That's, I don't know. What do you think? Do you think this would improve your beach ball experience? I don't, well, I don't think there's much room for improvement there. It's kind of at the tippy top, as they say. Um, yeah, that that's kind of uh, un, it seems unnecessary, right? But I think if you went back in time and you were like, "Hey, I have a in the I'm from the future," uh, and the guy would be like, "No, you're not," and he'd be like, "Yes, I am, dude," and he would be like, "Dude, fucking prove it to me," and you would be like. Okay, uh, uh, black president, and then he would be like, "Okay, now you now you're fucking with me," and then like after a couple more hours, after you convince him or whatever, you're like, "Oh yeah, there's a thing uh, in the future where you put it on your arm and it tells you uh, how how many times you walked around," and he would be like, "No, you're fucking with me again," and uh, so I think it's kind of similar to the Fitbit thing that where it's like an idiot. Yeah, well, you, didn't, you just found the first guy you uh, who landed by your time machine there. You didn't really... We're yeah, just yeah. writing like a choose-your-own-adventure at this point. But, uh... I choose to go on the computer and make a bad podcast. That's my adventure. <laughs> uh, I think it's a good podcast, JF. Well, the um, great thing about this loot ball is that it's not rechargeable. So, when it dies... No, it's not... Is that true? Yeah, because where where would you charge a ball? Think about it. I guess. Why wouldn't it have a port? 
recovered. How are you gonna get a how are you gonna get a port in there, dude? It's it's gonna get smacked around. It might fall in the ocean when you're playing beach ball. Yeah, but you didn't let me finish. It also has like a, a little rubberized thing that go over, goes over top of it and plugs. In. I don't know why I'm trying to make this a better product. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not working for these guys. Well, look, it it just reverts back to a regular ball, I guess, when it dies. It yeah. says it'll last. It says it'll last for uh, years of fun. Twenty four hours is what. what it, is. <laughs> <laughs> it may be dead by the time you get it. Yeah, how could it not be? It says it says it has the ability to go into a <clears throat> deep sleep mode when you're not using it, which I'm guessing would be the rest of your life. <laughs> This this sucks ass. There's been some uh, there've been some bad products on this podcast, but I think this is up there. I think this is up there, man. This is pretty bad. One of the absolute least essential objects that could ever be purchased by anyone. Um, but they only wanted about fifty thousand dollars, and they've got thirty five hundred with seventeen days to go. So maybe won't maybe won't happen. Maybe in the end they'll get an angel investor to come in there and yeah. I don't know. Oh, but it is a lithium uh, battery. So the cool thing about that is is that's the kind of battery that has been exploding lately. So <laughs> why not just put that in a ball and smack it around for like a thousand times? Wow! Well, if it explodes in your face, then you lose. That's in that's in the book that they they send along. <laughs> <laughs> the loop ball application lets you access data in real time or sync them later on your smartphone. You can then check the history of your performances and improvements. That's something that I would want to do. You can share your best results with your friends and family and challenge them to beat your records. So they got to have a loop ball too. They got to have the loop ball of their own. That's where they get you. How they get you. Oh boy. <clears throat> I can't believe you can't charge this fucking thing. Or why would you want to? I don't why know. would you want it? Why would you want to charge it? Why would you want it in the first fucking place? Why, yeah. Why would you want it? I think That's if you I think if you were the type to get it, you would want to recharge it. But uh, cuz you think you're going to be playing with this thing all the time. Yeah. I'm going to be smacking this thing around. <clears throat> This goes back to that uh, Apple Watch thing where you're like, oh, man, I can think of a million uses for this. And then yeah. you never use it one time. There's probably a person out there who has justified the purchase of an Apple Watch by saying they will get to uh, measure their beach ball speeds. Yeah. Oh, boy. I don't know. That was man. you, right? That was me. <laughs> that was me. This this is uh it probably won't get funded right no probably not man but like we've been saying you know it's uh, uh they get close enough and then they slam all the money on their credit cards and then get the rest of it just so they don't lose that investment you know I think uh I think this uh, the smart you know like have you ever seen um have you ever seen the sharks the shark show the sure, shark I've seen shark show. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I don't remember. I don't remember what it's called. Shark, shark tank, tank sharks. Um, I think that a lot of those uh, tank sharks listen to this podcast, and they're they're just waiting for the for the right one to plunk down on. And I think this is the one. If you're a, a big fucking idiot and you have too much money, uh, why not throw it at this smart ball? 
Yeah, I know for sure that Mark Cuban listens. So, <laughs> Marky, it's just a Cuban guy named Mark. Um, what Cuban I got Mark. for you, <laughs> Cuban Mark. <laughs> what I got for you next, JF, is called Barrel. Okay, oh, what do you think of when you hear that name, Barrel? The first, the first smart barrel. Yeah, close. I think I think about crawling into it and uh, and then going over Niagara Falls. That's what I think about. <laughs> yeah, I, I, have you ever been in Niagara Falls? Uh, no, I haven't. I've never been in a barrel either, but I can still imagine what it would be like. Yeah, imagine imagine both those together. That'd be crazy. <laughs> I went to Niagara Falls in like 1997 when my mom married my stepdad there. Um. They went to Niagara Falls to get married, and I didn't like my stepdad at that time, so I just uh, I had a bad attitude the whole time. I, uh, I was just sulking. Wow, really? Yeah. A scumbag stepson pouting on vacation? Who would have guessed? Yeah. Well, um, I mean, my stepdad was a jerk, so... <clears throat> hey, this is called Barrel, JF. Um, okay, have you ever been to the hardware store... Um, and like going and look at the, like little pieces of like, uh, you know, like they have like little pieces of connector pipe, the plumbing section or whatever. Sure. Um, yeah. Like the large screws and things they have in the big bins. Um, this product is something that you could make, uh, at the hardware store. This is a barrel is like a, uh, it's two end caps, two metal end. I always get the ones that are difficult to explain, which is something that's really great for me. I'm, <laughs> I'm great at explaining something. <clears throat> but um, yeah, it's this. It's the size of a pillbox. Yeah, it's it's a it's two uh, like you said end caps that are it's threaded to screw inside of each other. Yeah, it's it's exactly that. It's a pillbox, but it's called barrel. It's a multifunctional mobile barrel, and that says it all right there. Convenient pocket-sized device which you can store your belongings ranging from money, ending notes, whatever the fuck that means. <laughs> um, what can you put in this thing? Um, first off, it's 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 a small type of a, how big would you say this thing is? I would say it's about the size of a pillbox. Yeah, <laughs> that clears it up. Five point five centimeters uh, in length. 2.5 centimeters in width. We all know what that About is. twice the size of Mike's dick is the <laughs> picture of that. You little rat. Um, <laughs> it says very, can, very small. Okay, well. Uh, it says, what small can you, is what it is. <laughs> what can you put in here? It says uh, paper money, drugs, well, of course, uh, declaration of love, personal notes, daily tasks, matches for a hike it's uh they created this product um i guess because people were carrying a lot of things around in their pocket that would fit inside this thing i don't have that problem right i I have a ziploc bag i mean i don't know is (laughs) this is for this is for people who are like rafting i guess i guess i don't i don't know it's um people floating down the old Mississippi like I, I don't uh, barrel is designed for storage of small items jewelry medications personal notes and for something unusual for example a declaration of love why would why do they put that in there twice nobody's that's maybe like one of the things that you could add on 
That seems like an afterthought <laughs> thing, but they, they it made like a the, point. the reason they designed it. Yeah. <laughs> the number one reason they they made this thing. Small camping accessories and much more. So it's it's for like safekeeping things, I guess. It's it's about the size of something you would put up your ass. So I guess it's go. for drugs, but I don't know. I don't I don't know either. This is this is just some guy it's, with it's a just, weird hobby. It's a strange product, right? And they show they show photos on the Kickstarter of machining the metal for it. But like I said, you could 100% get these parts at like a fucking hardware store. It's crazy to me. But this is all chromed out, dude. Yeah, it's chromed out. It'll feel real good sliding up your ass. There's no sharp edges. Yeah, there's no flared base, so it just gets lost up in there. Yeah. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. You can have some matches loaded up your ass for like 10 years. That's cool. You're an athlete, says. Keep your protein for the gym compact. What, what the fuck does that mean? No, that doesn't make sense. It's a nice place for jewelry, uh, it says. Um... So, all this stuff's going up your ass. Some of these are very strange. Yeah. They're uh, the examples. Very weird. Um, thread, needles, and buttons. They're just like looking around their house and listing <laughs> stuff. I guess I can understand a, a key. Like you put a key in there. That seems like a good thing to hold a key. Yeah, if it has like a... I understand like a small compartment if you're like on the water or something like you said and you need like a waterproof container or something but this is just a this is like they make it seem like it's for everyday use like an everyday carry type thing um they were like uh they mentioned uh are you tired of carrying around small things in your pocket and that's like their selling point for this which i don't really understand because it is a small thing yeah that you would carry in your pocket it's a very it seems a very niche product not 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 great in my mind and it's like a hundred bucks yeah they also made a couple more uh kickstarts one of which was a spinning top so this guy just uh got like a uh cnc machine or something like that and yeah (laughs) said what could i make money off of using this fucking thing so ah boy that's cool. I've been carrying my declarations of love around, and I just—it's so yeah. awkward in my pocket. I just want another place for them. Pull them out of your pocket, and they just fall all over the place, and you look like a fool. Five hundred and eighty dollars of one thousand dollar goal. Uh, Twenty nine days to go. Might get funded. I don't know. Um, depends, I guess, if the we like to put stuff up our ass community finds out about this. Yeah. Then it's yeah. Then it's, and it's fucking all over. Well, maybe you should uh, post it on your listserv then. Okay. Well. Because <laughs> you're the moderator of it. Yeah. Got it? Okay. All I right. Well, then the next one I have here, the final one, uh, as far as I'm concerned. Well, it's not because I have one. But as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> I okay. Can... I got gotcha. you. You understand? I got it. Okay. Called the Filamen. Oh, the Wi-Fi enabled touch light that connects you. The filament, Mike. Have you seen Fil- this? Filament. Have you seen this? Okay. It's kind of a play on uh the word filament. The thing that's in all the light bulbs makes them. Okay, wow. Light wow. Up. Wow. Okay. Sorry. Not in all the light bulbs, try again. 
It's the thing that's in filament light bulbs. There and, you go. Uh, there you go. Sorry. Well, the the filament um, is a little like tabletop lamp structure. Yeah. Um, it looks like something, you know, a, a bigger version of something you might find at a restaurant. They got the little mood lighting candle, you know, maybe like the LED candle flickering. Yeah. Uh, inside the case makes it, you know, your table a little romantic and uh, charming a little bit. I got to uh, start going to restaurants with you and you pick out. Sounds like you go to some really nice places. Ah uh, well, uh, why do you keep declining my invitations? I I send you an invite every <laughs> wow. Friday to come out with me and my wife to go eat at one of the fancy restaurants we love to eat at, and you always say no. I'm I'm busy sticking metal tubes up my ass. I because your it's because your declarations of love are all crumpled when you hand it to me. <laughs> if they were in a little metal tube that smelled like poop, I would <laughs> I would appreciate it a little bit more. So the filament is a uh, it's a light, but because it's on this show, you know it's a Wi-Fi connected light. Yeah. And and, uh, and this is here's what the copy is. It says, "What are filaments for?" Well, every day you get emails, messages, and notifications, things to take care of, events to attend. Is something lost with the complexity of it all? <clears throat> How do you share an honest "I love you" with one person or with a group of people? Is there any Facebook message, text, tweet, or email that will capture it the way you mean it? Filaments are decorative. They are part of the warmth of your home or workplace. They have one function, to reach out to people you care about. No text, nothing to read. Your gesture sends an expression of love. So here's what this piece of shit does. (laughs) You plug it in, and also you uh, have to make sure that your buddies have it too. Mm-hmm. And you make sure that you're all connected to Wi-Fi, and then you make sure that you're a part of the same uh, family group, okay? And so you're sitting around one day, and you reach over, and you touch the filament. And what it does is it changes colors. But not only does it change colors in your home, it changes colors in the homes of the people <laughs> that are in your family. That's cool. So one person sees it, and they touch it. And then all of the filaments uh, change colors yet again. And this works worldwide. (laughs) As far as I know, this is the very first time that people have been able to communicate across the world. (laughs) The big moment. There was a product kind of similar to this a while back. It was um, a pillow, I think, that... uh, uh, and when the other person was like laying on it, it would like play their heartbeat or something. It would like beat along. I don't forget what the the hook was, but same sort of idea. <clears throat> just uh, just shitty. I thought it was going to be a, a a fucking you know that uh, plug that you plug into the outlet and it lights up when it when you have like an email as if you don't get fucking enough notifications. Yeah, that's brutal. I guess this is kind of the same thing, right? We got fucking lamps going off. My outlets are going off. Everything's going off. For for the tech heads, though, there's something interesting about this. It it isn't. It sounds like it's not a very complex setup process, and that's concerning because it says here uh, there's no user accounts or passwords. Um, all you do is configure it one time with your Wi-Fi credentials using our free mobile app. And you're good to go. So, how does it associate 
with the other ones and your friends or family, <clears throat> how how safe is your information? Um, that's that's something maybe the the real the real tech heads out there will get into. But this uh, seem I'm skeptical of this this process by which you are magically connected with your family. I'm assuming that it scans your contacts, uh, and if anybody else has the app, it's already scanned their contacts, and you can find them that way. Um, that's how I'm assuming it works. Mm. <clears throat> Maybe so. So it's all. So the good thing is it's a lamp that doesn't work unless you have an app, which is cool. Um, yeah, you gotta love that. Um, and this thing is, let's see here. It looks like it's uh, it's actually not that expensive. Only about uh, forty five, fifty five bucks. It looks like uh, for a for a light that you can touch, and then it'll turn off. A light in somebody else's house, uh, and this this did get funded fifty one thousand uh, dollars. This thing got, and I guess you can just you can just order it now on the the Philemon website, Philemon dot com. You too can have whatever the fuck this is. Watch that. Watch that URL. Don't go to fill fill them in dot com or uh, something similar to that. There's a lot of sketchy websites I found when I was. That's what took me so long to get on the horn. <clears throat> I had to close all these uh, websites out. Um, did you see that thing, uh, the Amazon Look thing, where um, now you can do like video calls or whatever with the Amazon Echo? But it was... I've, I've seen several of them. I've seen the one that's in the, the closet. <clears throat> I've seen that thing that looks, that stares at your clothes all day. Yeah. There's um, the Amazon Look thing that. Uh, it does the video calling now, but there was like some fucking, there's some feature about it. Like it would show the other person's camera before they accepted it or something. Uh huh. Which is like, uh, oh no, it's the drop in feature, right? So if you, if you have an Amazon look, or sorry, it's an Echo look, I don't know what the fuck it's called. Alexa look. It's the Amazon Echo look. God, Come on. It. Get your shit <clears throat> together. Look, if you have the thing and say your, your friend has the thing, you can, uh, set it up so either one of you can drop in on, on one another at any time, which is like a fucking, what if you're like, that's a nightmare. What if you're in the kitchen naked making eggs, right? <laughs> and your mom just says, I'm dropping in on you. Yeah. What if? Ah, you're pecker or something like that. Yeah. You're my nightmare. Yeah. You're a pecker. Ah, I can see your big ass. <laughs> what are you, what are you doing? Making eggs? I can't see because your big ass is in the way. <laughs> then she starts critiquing the way you're making your eggs, too. So it's just like the worst of both worlds. You better flip them. You better, <laughs> you better flip them. Get your big naked ass out of the way and flip those <laughs> eggs. Yeah. Um, JF, the last thing that I have is called uh, uh, the Ta-Tong. <laughs> now, I know what you're thinking. Sure. I know what you're thinking. Um, you're saying to yourself, Mike, isn't that the uh, the app that uh, reminds you to take your child out of the hot car? And you'd be 100% correct. Uh, I don't know how you guessed that, um, but you did. So kudos to you. <clears throat> well, my, my kid's outside in a hot car right now, and I was trying to figure out how to get it out of there. So I was yeah. doing some research. <laughs> this is uh, 100% that. And the fucked up thing about this is it already exists. I think two or three years ago or something, I was just cruising the app store and I found 
I found an app that was like the hot car reminder app. <laughs> and I was like, Jesus Christ. That's bad. It just sets like a, a reminder for you <clears throat> after you're done driving to take your kid out of the car. Like your, uh... I wonder how how cutesy are the alerts? Are they like, uh, forget something? <laughs> it's a, a kid with like X's on his eyes. He <laughs> <laughs> says, oh no. <clears throat> I don't know. But this is like a, so it has like a little Bluetooth medallion that you s- stick to your kid's head or something. Um, and then it's basically the fucking, the thing that you have, uh, where you can find your keys with it. What is that thing called? Oh yeah. The tile. I got a, I got a beef with tile. They're all dead now. They don't work anymore because the batteries are not replaceable. Yeah. That's a great, that's a, that's a great, uh, that's a great business model to make something that you can't replace the battery on or charge the battery on. But that's really helpful because uh, when it starts to die, the app keeps reminding you that you need to buy a new one. That's always helpful. That is that is insane to me. Yep. <laughs> yep, 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 yep. It's no good. Hey, uh, this thing that we made is uh, almost dead because we didn't make it better. So <laughs> you might want to buy another one. I just wish they could cut out the middleman and just buy. <laughs> they just automatically order it. Uh, straight to the landfill um, and yeah. just cut, cut me out of it all together. Just take my money and then just throw something in the garbage. Yeah, that's, that, what's, that's the long and the short of it, basically. This is basically the exact same thing, but it's for making sure that your kid doesn't die. Um, let's read some of the copy. Well, this... look, I like that my kids are alive. I don't know how you feel about yours, but I'm to me, <laughs> my kids being alive is one of my favorite things about them. All right, well, <clears throat> to each his own. Uh, the idea of making Tautong, you got to work on that name, first off, uh, comes from the news that is sometimes felt during the summer months when children and animals are forgotten in cars with dangerous and sometimes tragic implications. the longest sentence I've ever heard in my life. Uh, we never thought of judging people who are stressed, running, busy and mentally overloaded but it seemed right to offer a tool to prevent such acts from happening again it's just facts wow. so these people i think you you did you pick all foreign ones this this time around because um it's so bad yeah i did and there's a reason for it okay <laughs> hey come on um no but it is 100 just uh tile uh just for kiddos. The same fucking app, right? Oh, boy. Yeah, that stinks that you would have to have an app to remind you that your kid is burning up <clears> in the <throat> car. But I guess if if one, if even one kid is saved, then it's worth it. Don't you think, Mike? What do you got going on um, that is so fucking important that you just forget your kid in the backseat? Also, what's your kid doing? If I ever got out and looked like I was about to forget my kid, yeah, like, she would scream at me. How big is your car? <laughs> I didn't see you behind the, the fourth row. Of fucking <laughs> no, but my kid is, uh, you can't miss him. Uh, he's there. You know he's there. He's not going anywhere. He lets you know he's there at all times. Yeah. I wish my kid would die in a hot car. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> hey, come on. <clears throat> um, the Tautong project in its first phase is not particularly complex from a technical point of view. 
because we kind of ripped the idea off. Uh, the beacon communicates with its app and through preset thresholds transmits proximity alarms as well as push notifications to those who have activated Bluetooth. So you have to uh, have the app, right? Well, I already do, but yeah, sure. I'm <laughs> assuming you have to have it running. Um, so if maybe it's a whoopsie uh, if you don't have the app running. Also, you've got to have the little beacon on you, right? Um, I think the app communicates through Bluetooth with the little beacon. So what if you forget the beacon, but you have the app and you're in the store. You're in the store walking around and you're like, ah, my phone's not going off. I guess I didn't leave my kid to die a horrible death in the car. And then you get to the back of the car and your kid's looking like a uh, bacon sandwich. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> you're like, oh, shit, I forgot the beacon. It's a two-part fucking process. You got to remember the thing and then you got to remember the other thing. It's cool that it would be easier to remember this beacon than it is to remember your kid. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I'm forgetting something. <laughs> no, kid, I got the I got the beacon. <laughs> it's just smoking in the car. <laughs> this is uh the the thing you said about um like forgetting one thing but not the other like uh like false positives is the reason that um so, you know, when we had our first kid we were very paranoid and inexperienced and helicoptery and all that stuff. And uh, one of the things that they have available for parents is these little mats that you put underneath the uh, cot or the crib. Yeah. And it it supposedly detects if your kid stops breathing or something. And, you know, the 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 very inexperienced and paranoid parent in me wanted something like that so that I could rush in there and perform the CPR I had never learned how to do uh, if something were to go wrong. But also, it's terrifying to me to realize that there's like a built-in failure rate on these things. Like, uh, you're going to get a lot of false positives probably, like in the grand scheme of things, where it uh, says your kid is dead and your kid's actually not dead. Yeah. What is like, it? It's uh, a little mat? Yeah, it's like a mat that detects their rate of breathing, like just a little plastic thing that goes underneath their 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 mattress and or their sheets um, and reads their body signs. You know, that's like um, all that shit is just so crazy to me. Like the preying on like fucking uh, new mothers and fathers and stuff. Like, uh, yeah, I mean, prayer works, but yeah, go on. <laughs> just the. Uh, I don't know, man. Like, there's a million products out there, like the uh, fucking uh, outlet covers and the doorknob covers and stuff. But you bought all that shit, though, because you you're a good parent. Ah, this feels <clears throat> this feels like an attack on me. It's not an attack. It's uh, it's it seems it seems unnecessary to me, but maybe it's necessary, um, in the long run. Like, if your kid actually were to get into something. Uh, he wasn't supposed to, and he didn't have like those little locks on the uh, cabinets. Then he'd be in trouble. Well, yeah, and you know, y- you supported your boy by giving him a gun <laughs> as soon as he was born, and I support you know your right to to give your kid a gun and um and and lime from the garden section of the hardware store and say just you know what go crazy and I'll see <clears> you when you're you're ten. And I should clarify for every I didn't actually give him I gave him a twenty two. Okay, it's not it's a little tiny uh bullet. It's not much you can do with that. All right. Well, um, is this going to get funded? Uh what, my son? 
I look. I no. I've been to your house. I know your son's not getting funded. I'm talking oh, about God. the <laughs> Jesus. Uh, fifty dollars pledged of the twenty the twenty eight thousand dollar goal twenty eight thousand eight hundred nineteen dollars. It's one of those things. It's European. Just bear with me. Uh, two backers. Twenty five days to go. Most likely won't get funded. Sorry to all those kids who are gonna die. Sorry to all the burned up kids out there, uh, but we do have to take a quick break and we'll be right back with more Your Kickstarter Sucks right after this. All right, and we're back. Uh, thanks for bearing with us during that break uh, where we um, we choked each other like uh, Homer does Bart. Um, that's just something we do during the breaks. We like to choke each other out a little bit and then let our heads get all big like balloons. So <laughs> that's what we've been doing. Uh, right now I want to do what is probably our, our most popular ever segment and mike's excited about it he can't wait to get into it he's been begging me to do it so finally i've relented and here it comes it's the joke blogger yeah joke blogger joke blogger top 10 joke blogger a website that jesse found uh a while ago yeah What what is the origin of joke blogger I, d- I don't have any idea. I don't remember how I came up with it. I just remember as soon as I saw it, I was just uh, overjoyed uh, to see it. Joke Blogger is a uh, fave star esque website for uh, tweets that are extremely unfunny. I think um, this guy created this website and said, hey, you want your tweets featured on this thing? Um, and so everybody says, of course, yes, I do. Um, any exposure would be... Uh, great to me because I work in an office um, and nobody thinks I'm funny. I can't figure out why. Yeah. Um, and this web this website doesn't uh, help with that at all. But uh, it has a lot of jokes on it. Uh, they're all extremely good. Jesse likes reading them uh, for some reason, so that's what we're gonna do. We're gonna read them, and and Mike is gonna he's gonna give us his opinion on how good they are. We traditionally have changed up the rating system. Yeah, for this segment. So, what do you what do you think? Uh, what do you what do you think would be a good rating system? Um, just off the top of my head, I'm thinking. Uh, what about let's do a scale of one to five Cheetos in honor of the Cheeto in chief <laughs> himself. Good Lord, okay. Pres- President Donald Covivi Trump. What do you think? Okay, all right, that's that's good. So we've got ten here. Um, these can all be found at jokeblogger.com, which as Mike said, is a fave star type website repository for all these tweets. They've got trading cards on there, which I won't even begin to try to explain to you. They've got staff picks, which again, I, I don't know. You're just, you're going to have to go check it out for yourself. But, but I've, I've called some of the 10 best here for, for Mike's pleasure and for your pleasure. So I I pulled up the website. I'm not reading any of the tweets. I just pulled up the website. Um, And uh, the tagline of it, the tagline of the website is uh, where comedians go to write jokes. Which it's is the, uh, it's the, tag. the worst tagline ever and also not accurate because they just write them on Twitter. So that doesn't oh, boy. make any sense whatsoever. So here we go, Mike. The first one on the Joke Blogger Top 10 it comes to us from at Roadside Phil. And Roadside <laughs> Phil muses... I imagine R. Kelly got really excited when he heard Beyonce's album is called Lemonade. Him being a fan of yellow liquid and all. Uh, read read that one more time, JF. <clears throat> okay, sure. 
Uh, he's uh, Roadside Phil says, I imagine R. Kelly got really excited when he heard Beyonce's album is called Lemonade. Him being a fan of yellow liquid and all. Oh. Is the last part something that you added on, or was that part of the? That is that the joke, action? actually. Yeah. yeah. Um, trying not, I'm, try, I'm trying not to editorialize on these. They just are what they are. This was. This is from May 2016. Uh, so this is before R. Kelly's most recent uh, troubles, which <laughs> okay. makes you wonder why this. So I thought weird. it was from like today, right? Because <laughs> R. Kelly just got. I guess he's uh, this big expose on him. He's apparently a leader of a cult or something. He's convincing women to sleep with him and uh, what have you. And uh, that's his big, uh, that's his big scandal that happened today. But this was written in May, May of 2016, uh, probably at the nadir of of our Kelly's popularity. Not sure why this was something on this guy's mind. Jesus Christ! So, uh, think one to five Cheetos. Like almost two years old, um, and an explainer at the end of the joke. Jesus Christ! Uh, I'm gonna give this. I'm gonna give this one Cheeto. One Cheeto. Yeah, wow. sorry, roadside Phil. That's harsh, right? <laughs> yeah, that's a little, a little bit harsh to roadside, but uh, I think the the fans agree. Just four retweets and five likes on that one. Mm. So it didn't really make a connection. Um, huh. Trying to imagine. Trying to imagine who would have who would have retweeted that one. <laughs> can't can't really picture that guy in my head, but now it says here at dog boner retweeted. <laughs> <It's weird. laughs> All right, okay. So uh, number nine on the joke blogger top ten uh, is from at social underscore mime. At social underscore <clears throat> mime, uh, he writes: If a movie is made about the Ann Coulter slash Delta incident. It would star Tom Hanks as Anne and would be called Surly. Um, Surly, oh, like Sully. Okay. Like, like Sully. Yeah, okay. So. Ann Coulter uh, blew up, had a... Uh, she had an angry situation, yeah. She had a big situation with Delta Airlines. They gave away her seat. Uh, so the movie would of, be called... There's a bunch of snakes on there. Surly. <laughs> Movie would be called Surly. Okay, yeah, that's funny. Um, the 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 part where it says it would star Tom Hanks as Anne kind of gives away the ending of yeah. the joke a little bit. But he was the pilot, so why would he be the? Okay, it doesn't really. The joke more, doesn't really hold up. Hold no, up that well. no scrutiny. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and give this one. Um, I'm gonna give this one four kofifs. <laughs> so. You tell me what that is. Well, I don't know. What is that in Cheetos? Uh, four Coviefs equal to a half of a Cheeto. Oh, wow. So, okay. Wow. All right. Yeah. If you're following along at home, uh, one one Covief is uh, <clears throat> one, 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 two. Oh, four Coviefs, Jeff. Don't don't fuck this up. Okay. One, this two. is yeah. I can't do it. I can't do it. But that's a good post. Uh, two retweets, fifteen likes on that one. That was from yesterday. So also it was at six p.m. on the dot, which makes me think this guy scheduled this tweet. <laughs> that's, that's, that's the saddest thing I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> I gotta put it up there at six. People will be getting off work. <laughs> so. 
That sucks so bad. <laughs> okay. Oh, man. Really good. Okay. Uh, next up. Number eight on the Joke Blogger Top 10 comes to us from at Eric Brandstein. Eric writes, uh, I'm not buying Ivanka's quote, I know I'm unqualified, but I just stayed in a Holiday Inn Express, end quote, excuse for being at the G20 Summit. (laughs) (laughs) So sort of repurposing that. The commercial line without really adding anything to it whatsoever. Yeah. Wow, this one's good. <laughs> also, I mean, she didn't say this either. She he presents it as a quote. But as far as I know, Ivanka did not say that about Holiday Inn Express. Yeah. Also, I mean, Trump Hotels, I mean, that would be like a competing chain, so it doesn't really make a lot of sense for her to do that. Yeah. But. <laughs> Yeah, that's the that's the thing that doesn't hold up about this joke is the That's um, the one issue with it. <laughs> yeah. This just gets four Cheetos from me, man. Four Cheetos. Pretty good. Okay, yeah. well this one was this is from July eighth, so a couple weeks ago. Twenty retweets, eighty six likes on that yep. one. I knew it was a banger. I got a nose for the bangers. And this guy has been uh he's been on Sirius XM. So all right. May have been on serious, but he's nothing but jokes on on Twitter. Now that's good. Yeah, and that's that's actually the tagline for Sirius's comedy channel. <laughs> we may be serious, but we love jokes. <laughs> so next up on the joke blogger top ten, <clears throat> uh, this one comes to us courtesy of at M Blackman thirty uh, seven. Michael Blackman writes: Trump partnering with Putin on a cybersecurity unit is like teaming with Mel Gibson on an anti-Semitism security unit. <sighs> you know, that, that thing we all know about? Yeah. Anti-Semitism security units? <laughs> you know. Oh. Be like if Mel Gibson had one of those. <laughs> How uh, <clears throat> how far can you stretch it until it just doesn't work? <laughs> how far can you go? Um, <clears throat> yeah, yeah, sure. Uh, four Cheetos for me. That's a pretty good one as well. Uh, this is only a twenty-five and forty. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. not sure people didn't get the anti-Semitism security unit reference. <laughs> not sure, people picked up on that. But, uh, but Michael Blackman will be back later on in the top 10, so don't worry. Uh-oh. Okay, the next one up here on the Joke Blogger Top 10 comes to us from a familiar face. I recognize the jokeblogger.com URL in his bio. Um, <laughs> I, rec- I recognize the little star avatar here. Uh, this is from at Hunter underscore Downs, and Hunter writes, I think Putin hid that Trump P video in the Urals. Maybe even in a urinal. What? So the What's... Ural, the Ural Mountains are a mountain range. Yeah. And maybe even in a urinal. Jesus Christ, dude! Maybe you put the P video in a urinal. It's <laughs> not even a uh, joke. It's not even. That's not even. It's, a, it's okay. kind of. It's kind of a joke. 
Oh boy. It's not good. Sorry. <laughs> That's okay. It doesn't have to be necessarily great. Yeah. Right? No one's saying it's the best joke ever. It don't have to be good. Yeah, it's fine if it's not good. Uh, in that case, then, it's the greatest joke of all time. I'm going to give that uh, four Cheetos, uh, one Kofifi, and... And... Yeah. And, and a you're fired. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you failed. Mm, boy. All right. Uh, next up. We got uh, maybe even in a urinal. Sucks, <laughs> dude. Okay. One like on that one. One like. Um, next, we got one from at Pappiness uh, Nick Jack Pappas, who uh, is verified on Twitter as a comedy writer, and he was chosen for the NBC Late Night Writers Workshop, a thing that I could never get into uh, in a million years. So. <laughs> What he writes here is, uh, R. Kelly is a sexual predator with an abusive cult who has been accused of peeing on people, so he's still qualified to run for president. Mm, boy, that's good. Bathing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you can't say that. Oh, but he did. Hmm. And and Nick Jack Pappas is going to take it all the way to the, to the, the late night. Uh, all the way to Studio 60. Yeah, good luck. I don't know. I don't even want to talk about that one. That was bad. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so NR on that one. No rating from Mike. Yeah. It was uh, 291 retweets, 832 likes. Are you shitting me? Wouldn't shit you. You're my favorite turd. That is, uh, uh, that is amazing to me. It's really good. Okay. Okay, and I told you he'd be back, and here he is, Michael <laughs> Blackman at M Blackman thirty seven. This is a quote tweet uh, in that he's uh, he's got a fake quote here. He's ascribing mm -hmm. to someone for humorous effect, and the quote is as follows: Doctor Who is in such good shape, and he says uh, Donald Trump probably. What? What? <laughs> Oh, because he co he complimented uh, well, what's her face? He said she's in great shape. Yeah, I think he may have said that at one point, and um, and now Doctor Who is a woman. So yeah, so now he's a uh, boy. <laughs> Donald Trump probably one of those formats. Yeah. Uh, a follow up. This is not from him, but this is. This is interesting to me because in the reply, it also included the tag of joke blogger. So apparently joke blogger retweeted this joke <laughs> and the person who replied to it caught both of the tags in there. And, uh, and this person's reply was quote, grab her by her tardussy. Jesus Which, Christ. All these people hang out together. <laughs> they, just fucking, <laughs> they live in the same town and they hang out together. That's so awful, dude. That's bad. Great riffs. Okay. Wow, that's it. <laughs> right? Yep. Okay. Yep. Twenty five yeah. retweets, eighty one likes on that one from Michael Blackman. <clears throat> but don't worry, Michael Blackman will be back later on <laughs> in the joke blogger top ten. Oh, that's terrible. 
Uh, but right now we've got one from at Robin underscore Vo. Uh, and this was written, uh, so this is from December of 2015. Uh, but as all of the throne heads out there know, Ed Sheeran had a little cameo appearance on the first episode of season seven of Game of Thrones. This little throwaway part where he's singing some songs, handing some rabbit around the fireplace. Uh, kind of cute if you like that guy. Uh, but this is from 2015 where uh, Robin says, Up until about 10 minutes ago, I thought Ed Sheeran was an STD. I wasn't far off. So, uh, Ed Sheeran does not sound like an STD to me. <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't know how you could uh, convince that with an STD. Like, what kind of. That says more about you than it does about Ed Sheeran. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I thought Ed Sheeran was an STD because I'm extremely fucking stupid. Yeah, I mean there are some things that sound like STDs and aren't like uh, like Germex. Yeah, that's not an STD, but it kind of sounds like one, you know. But not Ed Sheeran. It sounds like a British singer, which uh, you know I think he is. <laughs> yeah. I like people who uh, do that who go overboard talking about stuff that they don't like. They just describe it to, like, the worst fucking thing that they could possibly think of. And always the worst possible thing they can think of is just really not that bad. <laughs> like. Yeah. Uh, like, uh, I think last yeah. week we talked about, like, people who called stuff, like, uh, douche nozzles or something like that. Like, uh, right. Just the same type of person who, uh, oh, you're listening to Britney Spears? Ugh. <laughs> like, <laughs> chill out. <laughs> Maybe just it's chill. A, it's the new generation of of people who said that something was something on crack. It's, yeah, it's the exact same compulsion to uh, to have one reference that you go to for everything. <laughs> um. Yeah. Okay. So uh, this one's gonna get two Kofifis, uh, one Cheeto. I'm gonna toss in a grabber by the pussy and uh, two. You're fired. Really oh, good. So yeah. only three retweets and seventeen likes on this one. So <laughs> hard to believe. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're coming down to the big two. Uh, one more appearance here from Michael Blackman. Uh, the first hat trick, as far as I'm aware of, uh, in the joke blogger <laughs> top ten. Um, historic occasion. Uh, congratulations to Michael Blackman. Um, yeah. It says here his tweets have appeared in Washington Post, New York Times, Cosmopolitan, In Touch Weekly, and he blogs at the Huffington Post. And uh, maybe if somebody could reach out to him and let him know that he appeared in the uh, Joke Blogger Top 10 on the Your Kickstarter Sucks podcast, maybe we'll get in his bio. Yeah, that would be so, cool. That'd be a good get for us. That would be pretty. Hey, if he could, if he wanted to come on and talk about it too, that'd be awesome. That'd be awesome. So mm-hmm. keep our fingers crossed there. He goes, um, Kid Rock could become a senator, fulfilling one of the five signs of the apocalypse from the Bible. God damn it. <laughs> oh, fuck. Okay. So the same shit. <clears throat> Just, uh, okay. It's the same shit as last time. <laughs> the last thing. It's yeah. the same exact. Okay. It's the same. It's the same gag, basically. <clears throat> um, someone replies to him, "One of the four horsemen." Horse, like he, uh, his voice is um, <laughs> a scratchy throat. 
Uh, and then someone says, <laughs> in reply to that guy, horse or horse, either could possible apply. And that guy's like, yeah, no, that's kind of... It's kind of what I said. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the other three are the Kardashian sisters. <laughs> I mean, come on. Yeah, this is exactly like that girl who was obsessed with the interracial dating of the Kardashians. The Jenny Johnson yeah. high five gal. Yeah. So she's probably doing all right. Ahead, I love I loved that Game of Thrones episode last night more than a Kardashian loves big black cock. <laughs> now, of, that, now that's funny. Now that's funny. <laughs> that's probably one of her jokes. So he says here, Kid Rock could become a senator, fulfilling one of the five signs of the apocalypse from the Bible. Yeah. Thank God you said uh, from the Bible <laughs> at the end. Which apocalypse? <laughs> Also, the five signs. Not really sure. That's yeah. I mean, I'm no scholar, but I don't know that there's a big five. What do you think about that one, Mike? Um, as far as uh, these jokes go, that one was pretty good. <laughs> uh, really good, really good stuff from Michael Blackman. Really awesome that he was in here three times. It must be exciting. Well, he's been in In Touch Weekly. This is probably nothing to him. But. Okay, the last one on the Joke Blogger Top 10 comes from oh, It's Matt. over already? Yeah. Dang. Okay. Um, this, is, uh, this is from Matt Nedostup, uh, at N-E-D-O-S-T-U-P. Says here he's a writer at True TV, formerly a senior editor at Some eCards, and a freelance contributor at SNL Update. Uh, so the weekend update at SNL. Uh, just for reference, uh, Some eCards uh, is the place who uh, basically ripped off uh, Drew to make their comic, and also uh, rejected me when I sent them some samples of what I would uh, do for the <laughs> website. Uh, they asked me to send them some bits, and they're like, mm, "We'll pass on this." <clears throat> Thanks. So, some e-cards. Anyways. Yeah. Uh, Matt writes, uh, other people who were in Don Jr.'s meeting. Now, I don't know how much you know about Don Jr. Yeah. He had a big meeting. Uh, had some Russian guys there. And, uh, okay. So, you know a lot then. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Didn't mean, so to drop, didn't mean to drop this knowledge on you, but. Okay. All right. So, I don't know who you're trying to impress, but. But he said that these people were there. It turns out more people were there misremembered it or what have you and now this guy's saying other people that were there and he has a yeah. list of so i wonder if he's got a scoop i mean we'll just have to yeah. see what's going on he says here it's a little bit of a list here listicle if you will uh, something you might see on some ecards.com the, <laughs> the bullshit website for idiots so check that out uh first up we got vladimir putin oh he was there okay uh the Koch brothers okay uh, you know those the those guys, yeah. Um, Ivan Drago, <laughs> okay. Uh, Kid Rock, uh, the Demogorgon, mm. yeah. Stranger Things, okay. Yeah, and uh, and Beyonce's twins. It <laughs> <laughs> does not say that. It, it does God say that. Damn it, dude. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> and uh, a Kim Kardashian. <laughs> Just <laughs> fucking terrible. 
Yep, just absolute trash. Uh, two retweets, 11 likes. <laughs> oh, and the uh, Kardashian sisters were there. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's uh, unfortunately the end of the joke blogger segment. Always sad to see it uh, go, uh, I guess. <laughs> and that's also the end of the episode. Uh, that's the end of the episode. Mike, uh, thanks for uh, putting yourself through that. I know that you uh, don't enjoy it, but uh, the fans love it. They can't get enough of it. Yeah, uh, They really think it's tops when you go, oh, God, to a joke. <laughs> so Yeah. And I do. What am I? You know what I do too. So thank you for doing that. And uh, thanks again to all of our our patrons out there who are supporting the show at patreon.com slash your Kickstarter sucks. Uh, I seriously doubt without that uh, there would be any motivation for us to do the show because we're apes and we only are motivated by certain things. One of which is a few extra shekels uh, in the old coffee can. So uh, thank you to everyone for participating. <clears throat> listening to our fantastic archive of bonus shows featuring yeah. stars such as Stefan Heck, Jeb Lund, um, and more. And more as well. Uh, Twitter.com forward slash your Kickstarter. Hit us up on there. Uh, your Kickstarter sucks on iTunes. Leave a review if you feel like it. Uh, if not, go fuck yourself. That's it. That's it, and go fuck yourself. Goodbye. <laughs> Bye. In the dream, there was our world.